It's September 29th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories today. Sweden has found a new leak in a major undersea pipeline carrying Russian national Russian natural gas to the EU, making it the fourth discovered this week. Denmark and Sweden reported gas leaks in the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 pipelines earlier this week, raising the possibility of a deliberate attack. Russia dismissed suggestions that it had attacked its own pipelines as predictable and stupid. Seismologists reported underwater blasts before the leaks emerged. Denmark's Defense Command has released footage of the leaks, which shows bubbles, the largest is one kilometer in diameter, at the surface of the Baltic Sea. The U.S. will fund the purchase of 18 new high-mobility artillery rocket systems for Ukraine, more than doubling the number of launchers that have arguably changed the face of the war in Ukraine. The weapons are part of a $1.1 billion Ukraine military funding package Announced by the Pentagon Wednesday, the latest installment of $16.9 billion in assistance the Biden administration has flowed to Kiev this year. The HIMARS will take a few years to reach Kiev, however, a Defense Department official told reporters yesterday. That delay is due to the fact that the equipment, like the rest of Wednesday's announcement that includes radars and armored vehicles, won't be pulled from existing U.S. stocks but will instead be contracted out to American defense firms. In my opinion, the war in Ukraine should make us question more carefully where our taxpayer dollars are going into the Defense Department. In financial year 22, they received somewhere in the ballpark of $756.6 billion. There's no way for them to ramp up quickly enough to provide Ukraine with the weapons they need now. That's a little more than concerning. I'm not someone who thinks we need to take a hatchet to their budget, but we need to figure out how to make the DoD more agile quickly, so that when the next conflict arises, we aren't equipped for the last one. A frail 87-year-old Rwandan accused of encouraging and bankrolling the country's 1994 genocide refused to attend the opening of his trial at a UN tribunal this morning, nearly three decades after the 100-day massacre left 800,000 dead. Felician Kabuga is one of the last fugitives charged over the genocide to face justice, and the start of his trial marks a key day of reckoning for Rwandans who survived the killings or whose families were murdered. Kabuga's 15-page indictment alleges that as a wealthy businessman with close links to the Hutu political elite, he incited genocide through the RTLM broadcaster he helped fund and establish. In some cases, it provided locations for Tutsis so they could be hunted down and killed, according to the indictment. He's also accused of having paid for weapons, including machetes, used by militias to slaughter Tutsis and their perceived supporters. Elsewhere, Mexico has become the deadliest place in the world for environmental and land defense activists, according to a global survey released Wednesday, 
and the Yaqui indigenous people of northern Mexico are still mourning the killing of water defense leader Tomas Rojo, found dead in June 2021. The murder of indigenous land defenders often conjures up images of Amazon activists killed deep in the jungle, and Colombia and Brazil still account for many of the deaths. But according to a report by the non-governmental group Global Witness, Mexico saw 54 activists killed in 2021, compared to 33 in Colombia and 26 in Brazil. The group recorded the deaths of 200 activists worldwide in 2021. India's Supreme Court has ruled that a woman's lack of marital status cannot deny her the choice to abort a pregnancy at any time up to 24 weeks, a decision hailed by women's rights activists. A law dating from 1971, the Medical Termination of Pregnancy Act, had limited the procedure to married women, divorcees, widows, minors, disabled and mentally ill women, and survivors of sexual assault or rape. The top court added that sexual assault by husbands can be classified as marital rape under the MTP law. Indian law does not consider marital rape an offense, though efforts are being made to change this. Kuwaitis are voting in what observers are describing as the country's most inclusive elections in 10 years, with some opposition groups ending a boycott after the Gulf country's royal rulers pledged not to interfere with parliament. Thursday's polls are the sixth in 10 years, reflecting the repeated political crises that have gripped Kuwait. The elections come after the crown prince announced the dissolution of parliament in June. Kuwait, which borders Iraq, Saudi Arabia, and Iran, and is one of the world's largest oil exporters, has held 18 elections since 1962. Denmark will wear toned-down kits for the World Cup to protest against host Qatar's human rights record and its treatment of migrant workers. Kit provider Hummel has also designed a third all-black kit to represent the color of mourning. Hummel said it does not wish to be visible in a tournament it claims has cost thousands of lives. In February 2021, The Guardian said 6,500 migrant workers from India, Pakistan, Nepal, Bangladesh, and Sri Lanka had died in Qatar since it won its World Cup bid. The government said its accident records showed that between 2014 and 2020, there were 37 deaths among laborers at World Cup stadium construction sites, and only three were work-related. BBC Arabic has also gathered evidence which suggests Qatar's government has underreported deaths among foreign laborers. In lighter news today, a big catch of fish fossils in southern China includes the oldest teeth ever found and may help scientists learn how our aquatic ancestors got their bite. The finds offer new clues about a key period of evolution that's been hard to flesh out because until now, scientists haven't found many fossils from that era. In a series of four studies published Wednesday in the journal Nature, researchers detail some of their finds from ancient teeth to never-before-seen species. The fossils date back to the Silurian period, an important era for life on Earth from 443 million years ago to 419 million years ago. 
scientists believe our backbone ancestors, who are still swimming around on a watery planet, may have started evolving teeth and jaws around this time. The most common species in the bunch is a little boomerang-shaped fish that likely used its jaws to scoop up worms. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. This weekend, we'll speak with Syed Golkar, a non-resident senior fellow at the Chicago Council on Global Affairs for Iran Policy. If you're a member, head over to the Slack to share your questions with us. If you aren't a member, go to thedsrnetwork.com to become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.